Welcome to tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. I'm your host, number one, Mr. Quick, and soon we'll be joined by our panel. Tonight's topic is, is it luck or God? I understand that everyone has different beliefs, and I'm not here to dispute or to say what's right or wrong. I am just here to get some insight because I'm secure in knowing my souls. All I want to know is what you think. I want to know who's responsible for all these creations, and is there any chance of luck? Now, luck being defined as success or failure, apparently brought by chance rather than one's own action. Well, without further ado, let's get right to it. Good evening. Good evening. So, is it luck or God? I say God all day. Now, what about for those people who who don't necessarily say God, but say you know the source or or um, the universe, or is is that similar or given some type of homage to a higher power, if you will? Is that the same thing? I think or so. Are we just calling by name? I mean, I think that any time you acknowledge the fact that, you know, when people say, you know, the universe just let everything fall into place or the universe came together, and um, I think that any time, you know, people say something like that, um, are acknowledging a higher power of some sort, um, right? They're acknowledging the fact that they are not alone. They didn't do this, you know, or whatever it is by themselves. Um, So I think that alone is an acknowledgement to a high power of some sort. Um, For me, like you said in the beginning, you know, everyone, you know, there are many cultures, many different beliefs and different things like that. Um, And and that's, that's cool. Um, but when when it boils down to um, luck or God, yeah, you can, okay. Some people may believe in luck, but you you can get lucky once and never again. You know that's how luck works in my mind. You know you don't just get lucky all the time. I think that um, that's when. It's God, and it's something called blessed, not luck. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Uh, and I, I tend to notice, you know, the people who believe in luck versus God tend to um, not be as free to give like those who believe in God. Um, because you don't know if you're going to get lucky again or when you're going to get lucky. So you can't 
hold on to it tighter, if you will. Um, but those that believe in God tend to give more freely because they know the source of which, you know, their blessings flow. Exactly. I, I agree with that. That's 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 how I see it, and and I believe that um, for one who don't believe in higher power, um, for me, I, I, it's hard for me to really have a, a conversation um, because one we have we have no foundational. Um, to be interest, you know what I mean. We talk about politics, cool, but beyond that, that's or, or you know what I mean. Like it's not there. Uh, well, I think I'm confused on what you're saying. So beyond a conversation of politics, what I'm saying is, if you don't believe, if you don't believe in a higher power. You know, um, the foundation. You don't have a foundation um, to, to really. I mean, we can talk about politics, but any, I mean, what's after that? You know what I mean? Like, we can just have a general conversations, what I mean. But anything with that, right. I don't see you being, being there because you're my core and your core don't match. Right, right. So I definitely agree with that. It it I think that well, and of course we pastor we don't need to talk about it, but even even more further, but the, the Bible talks about being equally yoked. And in in that it's not just limited to husband and wife. Um, equally yoked, you know, you should be equally yoked amongst your friends, you know, um, especially, you know, the ones that are, even if people aren't closest to you, just to be able to have a conversation and walk away with some type of gratification or understanding or, yeah, of growth, Mm -hmm. excuse me, or growth, you have to be equally yoked. And even if you can have a conversation with a man of faith who is not of the same faith. So um, you can have a conversation, even a spiritual conversation with um, a Muslim if you're not Muslim. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Because you still, there, there is, there's still a foundation. There's still a faith base. There's still a belief in, in something um, greater in someone greater. You know what I mean? So, but when you look yeah. at having a conversation with someone who it, it, it has no faith, atheist, um, you know, it's tough. It, you know, it, it's tough to find some kind of substance in that conversation. 
I, I agree 100%. I think that And even and even with someone who who believes, let's say the opposite of, of what I do. Mm-hmm. When I when I say the opposite, that means that um, they believe in in what we what I would consider the enemy, right? But you believe in something greater than yourself. We may not the fundamentals. Are that the same? You loyal to your cause, I'm loyal to mine, and it still may be lessons that could be learned without putting one down. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. it, may, it may be understandings that can be taught without bashing one another. But if there's, you have zero beliefs. I'm sorry. I can't. Right. I definitely I, I agree with that. You know, it's... You can't be... Um, I don't want to say inspired, but... I kind of want to say inspired, you know, so when someone is sharing their story with you um, about hardship and and different things like that, and they are of no faith, um, you know, but they're talking about, you know, you know, the, the hardship and what they were able to accomplish. You can't find any inspiration in that when, they're not giving you something to believe in other than, like, well, man, you know, how did you, you know, how did you accomplish that? Luck. Well, somebody say luck to me. That says, shit, this happened to me by accident. It wasn't on purpose. Well, for me, if, if I am dreaming or, you know, going through hard times or what have you, um, like I need something to believe in. Like I, I want good things to happen to me on purpose. I want to be like I want to be lucky, you know. Like I want to be blessed so that this can happen over again, you know. Like we talked mm-hmm. about earlier. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's I receive a blessing, um, of of a meal, you know. Say I receive a blessing of a meal, and I am. Whether I, I whether I work and I have a job and I have money to pay for that meal, even still, it's a blessing, right? So maybe as I'm leaving the drive-through and I see a you know homeless man, woman, or family, and and they're in need, you know, I want to be able to give that meal to that family and turn around and go get me another one. That's a blessing on purpose, you know. That you know. You can't, I can't put that on luck and say, oh, well, I just got lucky. Now, whomever I bless may say they, they got lucky, but then what happens when, you know, someone else answers the call and, you know, not only gives, you know, um, I gave them a meal, but someone else gives them dessert. You can't call that luck. You see what I'm saying? Like, those are blessings. I want to be able, you know, I don't want to be lucky. I want to be able to receive and then give. Um, 
shit. Because when you when you get lucky, that's just for you. You're not trying to bless or help nobody else if you got lucky. Because you're looking at it like, man, you know this, this this may never come back around again. I can't I can't give this up. It's a whole different mindset. I agree. I agree. I believe when, when you one when you when you when you start talking about luck, right? Like like you said, you don't know. There, I mean, right place, right time. It's too many. It's too many variables to call it luck. You know what I mean? When God, the Creator, have you where you should be, when you should be, and and here probably even you know bent down tie your shoes to prevent something from happening. You know what I mean? Like every it's, it's too it's too many variables for it to be luck. You follow me? Yeah. Like if if you if if you're walking and and bird poop like lands right before you and it don't get on you, well maybe that was luck. Maybe because it, it, the, the variables there wasn't enough variables in my opinion for it to be a skill or for it to be anything else. Again, just just in a very simple way. But once you start, the things that's impactful, the things that that comes with with long term effects, does God? Long term effects being, I'm sorry, that's so impactful. When you are in the drive through. And you pull up to pay for your food, and say thank you. Have a nice day. The car in front of you paid for it already. That's impactful. Yeah. You use the analogy if you know you said the homeless family. That's impactful. Those that's blessing. That's not luck. Yeah. I think that, you know, you're right. And, and you know, again, it's along those lines. When things are done with purpose, um, that's God. You know, that's, that's not luck. And I would rather have that than luck. You know, luck isn't dependable. You can't wake up in the morning and think luck. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I got to wake up in the morning and thank God because it is, it's not because I'm so great that I was able to lay down with, you know, some type of ailment and wake up and, well, one, wake up at all, but two, you know, like, without any help, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm just not that, I'm just not that great, you know, I'm just, I'm not great enough to, or, or even you know, on on even on that level to roll over and, you know, have my husband wake up. 
you know what I mean? Like walk in our kids' room and have our kids open their eyes. Like that's not my doing. I can't say, no. oh, well, I got lucky four times. You know, my husband and my three boys woke up and myself, you know, or five times. You know, that's, that's not luck. That's God. Now, for me, luck works different when you start mentioning the kids. I walk in the room. I'm trying not to wake them up. You know what I mean? <laughs> but anyhow, I see I see your point. You, you're absolutely right. It's 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 not my doing because if it was my doing, everybody would wake up. You know, no one would have COVID. No one would. But you know what I mean? Like it'd be so much that wouldn't happen if it was my doing. And, and truthfully, it'll be some other ill stuff that takes place because it's my doing. So because that's not our doing, for those simple cardinal flaws, <laughs> uh, it's best that it's, it's, it's not in the traps like to say it's, it's not our pay grade. I believe when it comes to, to doing the um, when it's beyond yourself, when it's when it's not about you, when it's your heart is in it, um, even in conversation, you you will forget what happened because it was from the heart. That makes sense. You know what I mean? If it was something that you thought about doing. You never remember. You never forget it because it's from another place. But being that you move or or had a conversation, and that was from the heart. You spoke from the heart or from the soul, spirit, whatever. You won't. I personally don't remember because it's not from my mind. On my mind. You, you see what I mean? That's that's when you know. And and it's the same thing with with. Um, giving and with charity, that's when you know that it's more about God than it is anything else, especially luck. Because in those givings, in those deeds, it's for me, I like to do things anonymous just for that reason alone. Because Man, there's nothing a man can do for me. Man can't bless me. That's between me and my God. You know what I mean? So I like to keep it that way for me. But my point is, when we do things in the will of God, when we do things, or God leads us to do things, that's when it's beyond love. It's a blessing, as you said earlier. Absolutely. Absolutely. Just like you said, you know, when, you know, and having a conversation, whether it's, you know, it's a stranger or someone you know, the thing about having conversations and the thing about being connected to God is that you, in conversations there, especially when God is using you, to bless someone verbally just through things you say in conversation, you oftentimes won't remember um, what you've ministered to a person because 
guess what? It didn't come from you. It came through you, but it didn't come from you. You ever run across right. somebody and it's like, you remember, you remember you said this to me? And ever since that day, man, my life ain't ever been the same. And you sit there looking like, I don't know, you know, what we talked about, but I don't remember, you know, exactly what I said. But I'm, I'm, I'm glad it changed your life. That's how you know that's God. That, that wasn't. I wasn't looking hard for you. That was God. 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 And you really can't reach the fan, so you find a magazine or something to help turn to give you a little bit more extension. That's lucky. Really? Yeah. So you so you got lucky that you had the book in the bathroom to turn a fan on. Follow me. Follow me. Follow me. But when you look at the, the blessings of this, you have people who aren't able. To go to the restaurant, you have people who don't, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's so much that's intertwined to where mm-hmm. you know that it's of God. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know that that's of God. Okay. Period. I, I hear that's you. And I hear you. I'm with you on that. Twin, welcome to the line, my brother. Appreciate it, Twin. Appreciate it, Twin. Take some of this take some of this uh this pressure off me, man. Get some of the smoke out of my kitchen. <laughs> uh hey, still still catching up uh for what the conversation is about, but uh they get the topic, you know, um whether it's luck or whether it's God. And the person I believe you you feel like luck is the reason why things happen for you. You're devaluing that there is a higher power that is God, that is directing and, and allowing things to happen. And sometimes I always say if you you haven't been through anything, sometimes when you're going through situations and things of that nature where you know luck ain't got nothing to do with it, it got to be that somebody is looking out for you, that somebody is taking care of you, that somebody is causing certain things to happen um, in your favor. And, and luck will leave you. God won't leave you. I mean, when the bad times are going through, you know, are you going to say that, you know, where was luck then? Or how come luck wasn't there for me at this time? I mean, for me, situations that I've gone through in my life, things that I've been blessed with, the journey that I've had to go through to obtain certain things, uh, certain things that make you go crazy, certain things can make you lose your mind, certain things could put you in a place of just giving up on life or giving up on yourself. But when you know that you believe in God, when you know that his word is true, that he'll never leave you or forsake you, when you know that you do the right things. You're trying to do the right things. You're trying to be a, a good person. You're trying to do the things that put you in position uh, to find God's favor. Because one thing I say, favor is not fair. 
you know, and I thank God for blessing me. I, I acknowledge God for everything that he does for me um, because I'm appreciative of the small things, you know, whether it is uh, food on my table, whether it is, hey, I got enough gas to get back here to there and make it to payday. Um, those little small things, you got to always look for the blessing throughout any situation you go through. Look, eh, I can't really give luck all that credit. You know, luck doesn't deserve that because I'm devaluing God. And when you believe in God, you don't want anything to devalue him because the Bible says God is a jealous guy. So I'm not going to devalue his blessings and stuff he's done for me by giving that praise to something or anything that does not deserve it. Um, because if he strips everything away, you really don't have anything. You really don't have anything to depend on. You really don't have anything to rely on. Uh, and, and so for me, it's God all the way with, with every situation. It's always God at the forefront. It's always God that I look to. It's always God that gives me the direction. I don't, I don't say luck provided me anything. I always give God the credit because he's the one that deserves it. No, I, I agree. I agree. And you said something that was key earlier. You know, if you haven't gone through anything, and I'm – and I pray, you know, when we say these things and certain people say those things, that they use their words wisely, you know. Um, but if you haven't gone through anything, I, I pray that God have some 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 leniency on you when you do go through things, because He have a way of of teaching you and showing you that He is He is living. You know what I mean? Um, and that's the scary part. Or could one be too naive to even see that it's God? Or maybe they're like, well, I'm just down on my luck. No, nah, bro. No, nah, because I, I definitely wouldn't take, <laughs> take, take the dice in this situation, take those chances. You know what I mean? I definitely agree, you know? Yeah, 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 brother. Let's go to a quick thing about that because, you know, she, you know, she, she controls the service now right now. Well, no, I, I, I agree with what both of you are saying. I guess I, I have, a, you know, a question you know, for those who don't believe, you know, where where do we stand? I mean, I know what we stand when we say is it luck of God. For us, you know, it's God all day. But for those who, who have nothing to believe in, what about those folks? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm just crazy enough to think that that God is such a good God that he even still will, will bless one or two folk who don't believe in him. One or two times, or even more, just to try and show them who he is. Um, what about those who still say it's, it's luck? How do, you know, like, they haven't been through anything. Um, so they they really don't, like, they haven't been tested in ways of believers. So maybe they really haven't had the opportunity to grow in faith. Could that be it? Or, you know, like I I don't understand how 
if someone, I don't understand how someone can't believe in God and think that they're just lucky. Yeah, sometimes it just, it may seem like you just don't want to. It's like the buck you're going against when you know, you know for a fact what it is. You know what I mean? Who it is. That's just, that's just that's got to be ignorance. And, of course, that means lack of knowledge. Twin, what's your thoughts? Let's quit. Yes, I'm still here. Okay. So, what do you or do you agree that, that it could be ignorant or or one just not willing to? Uh, of course. Of course, I think that, um, I mean, I don't want to step out and say anybody who don't believe, you know, anyone who believes that, you know, man um, in the in the physical or in the flesh is just that great. I don't want to be so crazy and step out and say that anyone who believes that is a bit naive. But I almost want to, you know, like I almost want to go there and say, look, look, man. Y'all are very naive to think that you are that great. To think that man, like you said, man can't do anything for me. Man can't bless me. I'm right there with you. Man can't do anything for me either. Um, you know, God can all day long, all day strong. You know, but anybody who does not believe is is like that's that's foolish to me. Right. Right. I just hate for God to come and have to show you who he is. That's it. Because at that, because at that point, um, you know, you don't. If God has to step in and show you who He is, you may not be able to pass that test. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that might be the ultimate test. Yeah, you you just you may not be able to pass that one. If God has to step in and show you who He is. Um, and and I'm not saying that anything bad or anything would happen. It's just that I don't ever want to find out um, how God would test one who doesn't believe. Um, well, because when you it shows he talks about some some tests that he gives on people, and I don't think I want to go through those. Right now, I you know I. I'd rather go ahead and and believe and you know have everything be one hundred on the up and up. You know what I'm saying? Because 
Like, I don't know. I just, I just don't want to test that theory. But do you know the really weird thing is? Some people who, you know, some people who don't believe in God, they, they say luck. Um, some of those same people believe in two parents. They, they teach their children to family on. They teach their children to, you know, uh, I can't even think about about other, you know, they, they believe in other things. But they don't believe in God when it comes to, you know, them just having a roof over their head. That's not blessed. That's that's luck. Well, you know, mom, mom and daddy was, was lucky they they walked in to apply for this job when they did. Like, no, that wasn't luck. That was divinity. That was divine. That was purpose. That was God. That was plan. That was in your story. Because many people don't. I don't think that many people understand. Like our, our book has already been written. Right. We're just living right. in chapters. You know, we're just we're we're in this thing doing it. Um God has already like our, our life has already been designed. It's already been laid out. Um so for me anything that happens to me for me and in my family is Purposeful, because I understand that or who God is and what God mm-hmm. is in our lives. Um, but I also understand more than that is that you know, not only will we teach our children how to believe and have faith, you know, we teach them how to walk in that faith to understand that you know, yes, we're here as your parents, but we have somebody we pray to and that we give thanks to because it doesn't end here. You know what I mean? Well or do do in fact um, when when we have when we talk to them we we have to be known that for me I know that it's, I didn't do, the daddy didn't do none of this. You know, uh, <laughs> son, this is all God. Yeah. Period. Let's say this time real quick, this mm-hmm. is just passing to the line. Good evening, sir. Good evening, sir. How are you? Uh, great. I'm just trying, we're just trying to figure out, is it luck of God? Yeah. Well, that's an easy answer for me, but I mean, I guess everybody uh, has their own opinion on it. But for me personally, um, if it's luck, it ain't God, and if it's God, it ain't luck. I mean, that's just you know, God is a God is a purposeful God. You know, things just don't. You know, it's just not an accident that things happen. You know, God's a strategic God. And so, uh, you know, uh, there's things that God means to happen, you know. And um, luck is, you know, luck happens, you know, good and bad. But um, 
when it comes to God, it's all good. All things work together for you good. But now when it comes to, you know, being lucky, you know, if you can be unlucky, I mean, if you can be lucky, you can be unlucky. Yeah. And, and I don't want to be unlucky. I don't. I don't want to be unlucky. So, uh, luck is um, doesn't give me any any assurance. But you know, uh, God always gives me assurance. That's that's a certainty in my life. You know, luck is. Uh, you know, a lot of folks say lady luck or whatever, but uh, luck may or may not happen. You know. And there are sometimes when we call what God has done for us, we'll say, "Boy, I was just so lucky. It was just the luck of the draw," and that's a slap in God's face, in my opinion, because you know you literally gave someone credit and glory for it other than Him, and um, uh-huh. you know, and I, I just don't believe that's the way uh, it, it should be. I just don't believe that. So. Uh, that's my that's must just my little saying, man. If it's if it's luck, it ain't God. And if it's God, it ain't luck. So yeah, that's that's how I feel about it. Well, I I I mean, you know, really, professionally, I really don't believe in luck. You know, um, God got it all. You know, and cause, because like you said, it works for the good. It works together for the good. So just because right. it doesn't happen. Right now, because I wanted to happen, it happened when it needs to happen. It happened, right. you know. I want to go get this car, and I want it right now, but they want to charge me twenty twenty-eight percent interest, mm-hmm. and uh, not smart. So he don't let that deal go through, and six months later, I go get the car with a you know three percent interest. Right. Because maybe some things set off my credit. You, you, you see what That's I mean? That's right. So that that luck has nothing to do with that. Nope. Because I see I see God as being over timing as well. Yes, sir. Because he 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 he, he orchestrates those things. He speeds up things. He slows things down. All the work together for good. He's That's it. Um. So that. That's my take. Miss Quick, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I I agree. Uh, first, good after, good evening, Pastor. I ain't speak, so yeah, we got right into <laughs> Hello, it. Hello, lady. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I I agree. It's you know, I don't. Again, I don't understand how people can rely on luck. Like for me, you know, you get lucky once, twice. You know what I mean? Like, it may not be, hmm. uh, that's not something that's constant, you know. I need more security than that, you know. I mm-hmm. I need to know mm-hmm. that, you know, when I go out here to start my car, it's going to start each and every time. I don't want to get lucky and it start once. And then, you that's know, right. here I am stranded somewhere and that luck is run out. You know what I'm saying? I need to know every time it's going to start or, you know, every time I touch my brake, it's going to stop. That's um, I don't. I just don't believe that you can be lucky that many times. Luck isn't consistent. There you have it. That's it. <laughs> right there, you have it. Uh, I, I I can't I can't see 
you know, um, I really can't see beyond beyond that. I had a I had a young fellow who coming to the shop, having a conversation, twenty four year old. Um, I'm so lucky. I've never been had a hard day in my life. I live in the best area known to man, and and luck, 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 and luck, luck, luck. Uh, by the way, I don't believe in God. Uh, well, conversation over for me, buddy. Conversation over for me because I know the moment that my God put it on you, you ain't had nobody else to call but God. I wish you well. That that was the position I took. I, it, I was trying to go back and forth with him and, and throw some tidbits at him, but the moment you said you didn't believe in God, it was a wrap for me because our foundation, we don't have, isn't the same. We don't have the same core belief. So I have, I have no more wrap for you. Was I wrong for that? I think I'd be interested to know, like, why? You know, I'm, I'm about to get like the kids, and then I'm like, well, I don't believe in God. Well, why? Why not? You know, um, name, name two, three reasons why you don't believe in God. I mean, I just want to know. Not, you know, not so that we can get into any type of debate or anything. I just want to know, like, one, two reasons why you don't believe in God. Oh, well, because I wasn't raised in a church, but, but God ain't the church. Having a faith is not about physically going to a building. You know, um, I I think that, I mean, in an answer like that, you know, who knows what people can say, but I think that in an answer like that, (laughs) we would be pleasantly surprised to find out how much miseducation there is about believing in God or, you know, simply just, um, well, yeah, I just say miseducation or lack of education. You know what I'm saying? Like, people may have the wrong idea about what God is and, you know, and how he operates. You know what I'm saying? I don't. I, 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 I can understand the curiosity, but. When you start having conversations like like that, you start making statements like that. It's like a rabbit hole, you know what I mean? And I'm not gonna get down there with you because you you you've already told me and told me enough. A lot of your stats is inaccurate. You you know you're bragging on your white wife, but you you clearly don't think if you was from the other side of town, she would be with you. So. It was just a lot that, for me, I was already exhausted and overwhelmed. And I was like, yep, and you don't believe in God? Whew, I'm glad. Thank you, Lord, for, for giving me a way out of this conversation. That's, that's the best I had. Thank you, Lord, for giving me a way out of this conversation. Again, we have zero in common. Zero. Other than that. I can understand that. You never, you never had a hard day in your life. I had a whole bunch of hard days in my life. I'm probably going to have some more. That's, that's, 
That's all I got. What's your thoughts, Francis? Should I have gone down that rabbit hole with him, or should I just, uh, when you said you don't believe in God, just bow gracefully like I did? No, I mean, it sounds to me like you had gotten to, you know, to to your point, you know, uh, that place to where you didn't want to be or didn't need to be um, burdened down with it or bothered with it because, um, you know, and, and that's okay. People think that, you know, we always got to have an answer. It may not be your place to do that. The Bible said when it comes to, um, you know, things like that, uh, he said, this is what the scripture says, says some plant, some water, and God gives the increase. So you may have just been the person to to, you know, to plant it. You know, maybe I would uh, or someone else in the shop, maybe it would have been somebody to water it or whatever. So in other words, um if God hasn't given you anything to say, if God hasn't given you the patience with that person, then you need to base, uh, uh, gracefully bow out. You don't need to make it worse for him, you know, by challenging him or by just saying that he's wrong. Uh, you don't need to. You don't need to do that. So I think at that moment you did the right thing. Uh, there may be another day where um, you are better prepared and uh, more patient. To be able to um, not challenge him or hate him, but to just be a light for him, you know, uh, or something like that. But on that day, on that occasion, I think you did the right thing. I think you needed to back away because you could have um, shown him the bad side of God. <laughs> you, you could, you could, he would have seen the old quick instead of the new quick that God has put his hands on or whatever. So that's, that's two different folk, you know. <laughs> oh, don't know, don't know. <laughs> so, so I think you did the right thing. But now, as far as I, I am concerned. Okay, if 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 I'm approached that exact same way, okay. Now there are times whenever, you know, I gotta bow out gracefully also. But if the majority of the time, whenever I encounter somebody like that, okay, that's what I've been. Um, you know, that's part of my purpose in life is to lead people to God. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to press him too hard. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to show him love. I'm going to show him compassion. I'm going to listen to him, and I'm going to let him talk to where he starts to ask some questions, you know. And uh, I, I can respect the fact that he say he don't believe, but, you know, most of the time when you find somebody that don't believe, that something has happened, it's been a traumatic experience, or um, either they've been um, never been given an understanding, they've never been given a reason to believe, you know. If you don't know something, I can tell you all day long, man, I, I hate, I hate cauliflower. I just, I despise cauliflower, and I've never put it in my mouth. But because of what I heard, I don't know, my mom say or because of the way it looks, you know, I just it's, I just hate it. But once I try it, then it's like, okay, this was a half bad. That's that's good, you know. And um, you know where I come from, people, you know, kill. Well, let me say, hunt deer, squirrel, rabbit, things of that nature. And then, you know, a lot of times growing up, at least, they wouldn't always tell you. 
what it was. It would just be in a bowl over there, and you get some and eat it, and it's like, oh, this is so good. Oh, my God, can I have some more? Yeah. They let you wear it out. Give you some biscuits with it, whatever. And after you get finished, they'll say, you know what you're eating, right? <laughs> it's like you're eating squirrel. Squirrel what? You know, I don't eat squirrel. You just ate a whole ton of it. A whole you bunch know. of it. Yeah, 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 that's the way it is or whatever. So, um, and that's the way it is. I have to feed them the word without quoting scripture. I have to feed them God without saying God. And, you know, if I can show them God instead of talk to them about God, then it creates maybe a hunger and a thirst. And then maybe that's as far as I can go for this day, but the next day we'll go a little farther or whatever. So there's somebody out there to reach them, but it don't always have to be you, you know? It don't always have to be you. There's somebody in the shop that can mm. cut hair, but ultimately if that person is not happy with that cut, you know, the buck got to stop with quick. Quick got to come up and say, let me square this up. Let me let me fix this. You're the master. Everybody else is, you know, they're okay. Don't get me wrong, but you're the master. You're the one, you know, where it falls on you. So that's your area of expertise. And so when you run into a situation like that, the best thing to do is just uh, to show him love, provide the service that uh, you're supposed to provide to him, tell him thank you, show him kindness, and leave it right there. And uh, he'll never forget, you know, I came in there and um, I was just hell-bent on, you know, starting an argument about God. And this guy gave me the best cut and this best you know, uh, um, um, he was just very cordial with me, and he'll never forget that, man. Love is, man, you can say I love you all day long, but until you show it, it means nothing. So you have to show love mm-hmm. sometimes, brother. And I think that that's what you, you did by just not saying anything. Miss mm-hmm. Quick, what's your thoughts on that? Um, I like what he said about, you know, sometimes it's, Instead of talking to someone about God, you just got to show them. Um, that I think that right there is, is where we sometimes miss the mark. Especially in the church, you know what I mean? Like, people always uh, want to talk, 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 talk about God and, and what you should do and what you shouldn't do, but they're they're not really showing you how to love, how to live, how to, mm-hmm. you know, just act in a God-like way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that, like, that is, is, is you know, I, I'll say that's deep, you know, to, to show God instead of to talk, talk him, I guess. I, I agree. Um, I agree, and sometimes, like you said, you just gotta let God let God guide you because oftentimes we we want to prove that we're right, and it's, and it's counterproductive, or we want to prove that we know, which is also counterproductive. Um, am I trying to prove that I know or that you don't know? You know what I mean? Now it goes into intentions again, counterproductive. So. To just just fall back and let the next person pick up the the, the baton 
and run with it. You know what I mean? To help this young mm-hmm. brother in a situation. Because now I'm not I'm not gonna lie. I did I have a way of, of speaking or asking questions. It's like dynamite with cake icing on top of it. You know. And I did ask him, you know, your 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 wife if if you was from the other side of the tracks, would she still be your wife? And he was like, with a long, weird look, was like, probably not. Ah. But, you know, my brother, you have a nice day. You know, maybe I shouldn't have, maybe I should have left with that. Maybe we should have ended that in prayer. But um, <laughs> it was it was it was just one of those things where you know I, I couldn't. I couldn't, you know, and that's, that right there is something God got to work on me on. Maybe I got to add more ice in instead of dynamite. I don't I think part mm-hmm. of that is patience, you know, um, <laughs> I, and, and we all have our, you know, our, I don't know, our just things. That, that drives us a little nuts but I think that, that patience is something that could help with that um, you know because sometimes you don't want to deal with stupidity and and the unfortunate part is, is that you know um, when you haven't had a lot happen to you in your life you hadn't been through a whole lot I won't say I mean I shouldn't say it's stupidity you just hadn't been through a whole lot, so you hadn't learned a lot. Um, when you want to sit and boast and brag about your accomplishment, um, and you don't know a lot about life, and you hadn't said because you hadn't been through anything, and then you don't believe in God, you almost sound stupid. Um, I, I don't know if that's the right word, but. That's just the first word that comes to mind, and I think that sometimes, you know, you may, like our as people, our we have fuses, and like want to. I can't. I don't want to talk to someone who knows everything and know nothing at all. You know, like you, you haven't done enough. You haven't been through enough. You know, so so how can you know it all? You know, that's that's just my biggest pet peeve. You know everything and you know nothing at all. You know, um, it's it's like we even talk to our teenage son sometimes. He's like, you're so smart to know nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, like how, you know what I mean? Like, I don't even know if I'm making sense right now, but that's just <laughs> as, as close as I could come to, you know, to what I'm trying to say. It's we have a short fuse when we're dealing with people who know it all. So the easiest thing for us to do is to say, you know what? You know, and just like you said, Grace, really bow out a conversation, bow out the conversation. But I think that in situations like that, we, we have to have patience because like, I mean, I just asked if, if, you know, I wonder what answers would be, if we were to ask someone, like, why don't you believe in God? Like, I don't even know if I would have asked that in that particular situation. Um, but, again, it's it's a matter of what you can endure when you're talking to someone like that. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think I could. Uh, I personally was saying that that conversation. Uh, or not not that conversation, but just just ha- asking and waiting on your response. And you know, I'm already with the stupid look on my face. Like, really, dude, you don't see everything that's here. Like, how you're here, you're talking to me. Like, isn't it evident? Um, so I, I I get it. I'm just not. I'm just not ready. Pastor, what's your thoughts on that? I think it's important to know where you are and uh and you know to know your purpose and uh and and stay you know stay in the area of your expertise man and and you know you you know a lot of times in situations like that <laughs> they're not the ones that's being uh going through a test you are you know God is saying okay let's see if you're gonna sit here and lead him the wrong way you're gonna drive him away you're gonna make him hate me more are you gonna bow out gracefully and say, "Let me, let me just, let me just slide over and get in my area"? You know, that's just the way it is. So some things are just, um, it's just a test. I mean, really, that's all there is to it. Because here's the thing: when you know something, you don't have to fight to prove it. You could just stand on truth. Is something you have to stand on. You never have to defend truth. And yeah. uh, you know, you don't have to sit there. I never have to sit there and argue over, well, is God real or, you know, why do you, you tell me, you give me two reasons why he's not real, I'll give you two reasons why he is real. Nah, it's not. No, nah, it's not about that. This is what I believe. <laughs> and uh, and this is what the Bible says, as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. Now, that's me and my house. Whatever you do, you know, um, that's your choice, that's your option. And when I can learn to meet him, you know, one of the worst things it's an old, old saying, uh, at least in the church, that people would rather uh, see a sermon than hear a sermon. And what I try my best to do, and I don't always nail it, is is to, you know, uh, is to not oversaturate them with what Psalm twenty three said and John three sixteen said and Revelation two and nine says. There's a time and a place for that once that person has matured, uh, but in reality. I can tell them the story without, you know, throwing that scripture verse out there immediately. But if I tell them the story, they should get hungry enough to where now they can go and find it for themselves. And so, you know, it's a, it's a, I'm not going to say a delicate balance, but God gets, if you think about, and, and, and I want you to think about this, go check your Bible out. You never see where Jesus was sitting up quoting scripture you want to say quoting scripture saying, you know, Genesis 1 and 1 says, this he would say, it is written, man don't live by bread alone. You know, what he did more than anything was demonstrate what love was all about. You know, he that's what he did. And that's what I feel like is more effective in our lives. Because when you're just choking somebody to death with stuff, it's like, oh, my God. You know, you showing me your intelligence, but you're not showing me God. You're showing me mm-hmm. how much you know, but you're not showing me how much you care. You know, mm-hmm. right now I just need a, I just need a, a guy came to me last week, and uh, 
y'all need to feel sorry for me. I, I should have called y'all and told y'all to come pick me up because the brother was hurting. Uh, I buried a man that um, probably the closest thing to my daddy, I guess you could say. Um, you know, I buried him uh, last week, and uh, he and my mother used to date <laughs> and all of that, and I was I was a lot younger, and uh, and um, you know things didn't work out between the two of them, but this dude stayed in my life, my sister's life. Great dude, man. He's just a great. His name's Jesse. And Jesse's a great guy, man. He's uh, 84 years old. And he called me on July 22nd, and he talked to me, and we just went on and on and on. He's in the church. I'm his pastor. And he told me, I always tell me, you, you know, you're like a son to me. And I I didn't know how to respond, though. I'm like, man, you used to kiss my mom, dog. I can't, we can't talk, man. I, you know, and, uh, but he and I were, we were close, close, close. And what happened was, um, he called me on the twenty second and uh had this long conversation with me. Three hours later he's dead. And um eighty four years old. Um but here's the thing. After the funeral we got everything together. I got through everything I had to get through, then I got mad. I ain't wanna see nobody, I ain't wanna talk to nobody. I told my wife, Don't put your hand on me, stay away from me, all this stuff. And this one guy, um, kept calling me. I wouldn't take his call. I'm like, through. I'm done with all of this. And uh, he finally texts me. And I don't know what made me look at the text, but this is what he said. And it just, I don't know why it lifted my spirits. He said, I don't know what to say. He said, but I just want you to know one thing. I love you. And out of everybody that came to me, out of everybody that said something to me, out of everybody that it don't matter what nobody that meant the world to me. I I can't tell you why, but like he didn't try to throw no scripture at me. He didn't try to make me no empty promises. He didn't try to explain why the man died. He didn't say keep trusting in God. None of that stuff. He just said I love you. And brother, let me tell you something. I needed to hear that, man. I needed to hear that because I was through with. Oh, y'all, quick, I was going to quit on you, too, man. I meant to tell you that, I, you know, we had class last week, so I was going to quit on you because what happened was um, every time I get close to men, um, I don't know, I get hurt, and uh, I don't I don't get too close to men. Now, ain't nothing wrong with a brother. I like having a good time. I'm not saying I'm, you know, switch-hitting and trying to, you know, I'm, I'm a 100% man, I promise you that, but... You know, there's been preachers in my life that were mentors to me, and they, um, you know, either passed away or did something ungodly that made me just, I don't know, just hurt. And then, you know, the situation with my own dad, and then it's just always been a, most of the pain in my life has been caused by a man. And, you know, I didn't want to get close to this guy, man, but he was there my entire life. And uh, I got close to him, and then when he passed away, I just, Flipped out for several days and uh, just really got myself back halfway together. But I'm saying it to say that this one man, or one guy, actually texted me, and um, that's what the text said. It said that I don't know what to say. He said, but I just want you to know I love you. And that just, man, I don't know. Something went all over me just to know, look, I ain't going to try to explain all this. I ain't trying to quote no scripture. I don't even know no scripture. I just want you to know I love you. And you know, for a preacher, they always sending sending cards with the scriptures in them. Dude, I ain't 
you know, for my birthday and anniversary to sending me Bibles. I got enough. Don't send me none of that. Send me something I can enjoy, <laughs> you know. And so this guy met me at the place of my pain. And all I'm saying is, you know, quick, when you run into people like that, sometimes you got to meet them right where they're hurting. And um, mm-hmm. the Bible says this. It said love covers a multitude of sins. You can't give them nothing else. You show them love. And when you show them love, the Bible says God is love. So when you show love, you're showing God. And so sometimes mm-hmm. you got to love them to walk away from them. you got to love them enough not to challenge them. Sometimes you got to love them enough to just, you know what, to just be able to just move on and say, God, you know, I'm not prepared to deal with them, but I pray you'll put the right person in his life. You know, and, and go on, man. See, that's love what you actually showed, whether you realize it or not. You know, a lot of folks would have jumped him quick. They would have been all over him, showing him why he's wrong, pulling out their Bible, you know, telling him he's going to go to hell. I ain't got no place called hell to put nobody in. I don't. I'm down there myself, you know. So, you know, so what you did, man, was um, the best response, you know, was just, you know what, let me let me stay in my lane. Let me do what I do, and let me leave him right here. Because when you encounter people, man, you either need to make them, make them better or leave them the same, but don't make them worse. Do not make them worse, man. Do not make them worse. So when we get off this phone tonight, all three of us should be a little bit better, or at least the same. But you shouldn't get off the phone angry. God, I hate Pastor was on the line tonight. I, I hate Quick said this. I hate Miss Quick said that. Now I'm worried about it all week long. No, you should get off saying, you know, that helped me a little bit. That picked my spirits mm-hmm. up a little bit. So that's the way life's supposed to be. So I'll shut up and y'all talk now. No, I, 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 no, I really, I really dig that, and I want to express my condolences, you know. Um, but with, with, with all this, I'm glad you didn't give up on me. I wasn't gonna, I mean, ain't gonna let you give up on me. You know, you get mad and take a little hiatus, but you know, I'll talk to you <laughs> next time. You know, um, if I was, bruh, like the test, I, you can talk to me, ask me this quick. Monday. Just Monday, you talking about leave somebody alone? Mm-hmm. I, I was like, I, I, I was like, what's greater than the test? Like, what's the next one? Is it a chapter test? Is it an exam? What is it? Like, that's what I had today, mm-hmm. bro. From the time I left the house, from the time I left the house, God tried me, man. To the to the point where the lane merged, bro. I'm I'm being cool. I be being being cool. I got the air conditioning blowing. I'm smoking a cigar. I'm I'm in my doing my thing. The lane merged, man. This dude was trying to damn near in the trunk of the other car, trying to keep me from getting over. Mm. So you know me. I went ahead and got over. It don't matter to me none. Either you go hit me, or I'm hit you. But I'm getting over because by law I got the right away. So dude rolled down his window. Mm. And kind of looked at me. Now I kind of sit back to in the in the in the um, partition where you really can't see me. So I rolled down the window and sat up a little bit, like you know, yes, you know, I I didn't say that. I didn't actually say anything. 
I passed this, passed this quiz, this pop quiz, I passed it. So <laughs> this guy jumps the curve and go around like he on the median, on the sidewall, just, you know, truck jumping up and down, dooka, 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 and skirts off in the traffic, only to be stopped right there because traffic wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Get to, I'm already pissed. I'm already, like, on, on, on my way. Get to the to the to the to the break spot, Bruh, Guy, first like, no, she didn't make an appointment here. I'm like, bro, why would she tell me that she made it here? If she didn't make it here. Like, this the only didn't go there. He was like, but I'm gonna service you. Now you feel like you're doing me a favor. Fine. Mm-hmm. So as as time goes, the guy, the technician they had there couldn't operate, couldn't work on my vehicle. Instead of telling me this. He 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 tells the guy he was like oh he told me not to touch it, I told him not to touch it, I told him this that two and the third I said, um, but I talked to the technician he said I said you gonna put a brake pass on he was like yeah next thing you know he said well Paul told me not to, so I put my cigarette out I'm I'm beeline there to talk to Paul, so he's like yeah I told him I said well I'm 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 telling you. He's to put brake pads on my vehicle. I'm paying him. As a paying customer, I'm requesting that you put a brake pass on my vehicle. Well, okay, and he starts trying to say something else. I walked out. I'm I'm done. I'm 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 up here now, right? I'm I'm up here, but I'm still trying to be patient like you. You know. And I go out here, pick up a cigar, and he like, we'll put put pads on there. And he kind of, I was on the phone with Grandma. He kind of marched towards me aggressively. I said, Mom, let me call you back. I think this guy kind of lost his mind. So, <laughs> on the phone, this, this, this is what I'm, I'm, I'm telling you what, what I said. I'm, I'm there now. He hangs up the phone. He said, he, uh, he, he comes over, and he starts talking. I said, wait a minute. So, let me explain something to you. I said, I'm pissed off, and I'm, and I'm violent. So, the next thing out of your mouth had better be how much I owe you. <laughs> That's the only conversation we need. Just tell me how much I got to pay you. That's it. <laughs> so he didn't walk the walk away from me with the same energy he had when he walked towards me. He right. had a little trot. Like, oh, I better get the hell out of here. Bro, right. listen. Eye to eye. Man to man. I'm telling you. Not another word. So the guy, he was like, oh, he's just being him. He's, you know, he's racist. Some days are better than other days and, and all this. Now, this is a white guy telling me this. He was wow. like, I enjoyed the smell of the cigar, and I like the way you handled it. He kind of threw that all in there, like, real quick, fast, <laughs> like one breath, so I wouldn't catch it. Yeah, no. It's all good, bro. It's all good. He he got the right one today, just the wrong time. <laughs> he got the right one <laughs> at the wrong time of the day. But... So that goes back to to the test. We don't we don't know we, we don't know when. We don't know how. Sometimes you got the right words and sometimes we still gotta be strong. That's right. I told I told, I called Dave. I can't wait I couldn't wait to just get home. I need this day to be over with. Because I'm exhausted. I've been tested, I've been tested, I've been tested. If a a deer 
would have ran down in front of my truck on the way home, I probably would have shot him. Like, I'm telling you, like, which end? Which end? But I was able to come home and go to sleep and reset. And here we are today. Yep. Yes. You got your week. I got my week, and we're here to talk about it. Miss Quick, tell us about yep. your week. <laughs> you said what? Tell us about your week. You just heard about Man Pastor's week, and we made it on the other side. Tell us about your week. Oh, no. You know, I <laughs> I, I haven't. Um, my, my weeks have been good. Oh, well. Yeah, I you, I can't. I don't know. Have I have I complained to you about anything? Ah, my weeks have been. They've been all right. Know, right? Actually, actually, you haven't. So, I sound like blessing from God to me. <laughs> all they look at anything yeah, to do with anything. You know, like some of, some of my weeks. You know, like when I I feel like when I get tested, I get I don't know, I just get tested, you know. When when you talk about the vehicle situation, I remember, you know, specifically one time and it was last year when me and Michael was leaving the uh dentist office and the sunroof got open and we got called, the dealership told me we were on our way and get there and then they wanna tell me that, you know, ain't they, they can't touch it and then they take me to rent a car and then the rent a car place is um, they tell me they can't touch it that day. I got to leave it. And then they're saying that they don't have anywhere to park it. They're going to leave it sitting outside. How are you going to leave it sitting outside in the rain? You know, like with the sun was open. Um, but I remember just different events in this particular day. Within, I don't know, within an hour, it seems like um, it hit so hard. And I remember I, I was literally crying. I was so mad. Um and then, you know, I ain't going to lie. I said, well, you know what? Just fuck it. After I had gotten from Enterprise, they telling me all this stuff. I said, fuck it. Take me back. I'm going to get my car. I'm going home. And when I went, I got my car. I drove home, drove to the garage, you know, put half of it in the garage, had the other half, you know, sticking out. I don't care. We stick the garage open. <laughs> um, and then I think I remember calling you, complaining to you about it. And, you know, a lady from the dealership called and said, you know what? Come back. I got a car here for you. We're going to take care of it. You know, I didn't know that all this had happened to you because I normally only dealt with one lady. But anyhow, I when both of you talk about just being tested, you know, like that, um, I know what it's like. H- hadn't happened, hadn't had anything to that extreme recently. Um, you know, maybe i just been in my zen mode. Who knows? But, you know, these those tests can come, you know, very quickly, and and can hit very hard. But the good thing that I'm sure we all can agree on, make it in on the other side of those tests, has absolutely zero to do with luck. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Twin, you back? Tell us about give us some about your week. Uh, back. <laughs> oh, okay. I hear it. I mean, the week is is it's actually been a, a compilation of a couple of weeks for me. Um, dealing with my job and the amount of work and pressure that was putting on us, 
was causing not only me, but a lot of my coworkers, a lot of stress, people, especially on my team, because when you show up to work every day, you're doing everything you can. Um, it doesn't feel appreciated. Uh, management is talking foul to you, and you're trying to hold your tongue um, in the process. And then when you have coworkers calling you, venting to you, you're trying to keep them encouraged when you need encouragement yourself. Um, it's been a long battling process. You know, it, 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 it's been some fasting. It's been some praying. You know, mom's been encouraging me, you know, reminding me, hey, remember, you don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. Pray that spirit out of them. So started, you know, changing the prayer. Like, hey, I got to pray over the management and pray over myself. Like, Lord, you got to give me now wisdom and understanding to deal with this, uh, to deal with these people, because uh, you know me. And and although the smile is there, uh, them horns of Taurus still can come out and, and, you know, I can take something the wrong way and respond the wrong way. So I had that prayer to God every day to keep me. Um, and, you know, as time went on, uh, a message, I listened to this pastor preach a message. And when I heard the message, it really changed my perception. And um, the message was your your purpose over your promise. And he was basically talking about focus on your purpose. Why are you where you're at right now? Uh, understand what you need to gain from where you are right now. Because if you focus on your purpose, the promise that God gave you is going to come. It's all God already promised it to you. You just have to start focusing on your purpose. And when I heard that, it 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 kind of reminded me, you know, this job ain't the last job for you. This is just a stepping stone to get you to where you truly want to be. And God has already told you that you're going to be at. So stop worrying about what this job is doing, but more or less focus on what you need to obtain and receive from them so that they can help prepare you for the next stage that's ahead of you. And once I kind of changed my mindset about that, my whole perception about what they did and, and how they talked to me, it didn't matter. I let it flow off like water because at the end of the day, this ain't the finality for me. This ain't it. So whatever you're doing, you're preparing me for something greater, and I'm realizing that now and not taking your attack personally, but I'm just handling business. Um, so as weeks went on, a um, coworker of mine uh, resigned out of the blue. A VP resigned the next day out of the blue. And then I get a instant message from the VP of the company saying, hey, Ray, can you send me your number? I need to talk to you. I said, okay. Here goes my cell number. Um, and we speak over the phone. And she was like, I just want to let you know you're doing a great job. I appreciate you. And basically, I haven't even told your manager this, but I've talked to my boss, and we're going to give you a substantial raise starting effective August 1st. Surprise out the blue, but if it wasn't for me changing my perception of everything and focusing on praying for God to actually handle that situation and keep me focused on what I got to do, I may have missed my blessing and not have got to that, not have got there, because I might have tried to find a quick exit out and be like, let me go find me another job and get out of here. Um, but when going through the test, it was rough, it was hard, but at the end of the day, I'm grateful and give all blessings to God because in the midst of what we're going through right now, 
for me to be yes. blessed with the raise is nobody but God. It ain't luck involved yes. in it. It ain't luck yes. ain't nowhere in this. Because if it was dependent on me by myself, it wouldn't have happened. So I thankful to God, mm-hmm. grateful to God, and give all blessings and glory to God for helping me get through that test and helping me get on the other side. Man, let me tell you something quick. This is what we call in church. This is where you take a praise break. This is where people start running around the church because they just they just heard truth that can change your life. A lot of times in the midst of the test, we quit. We quit because it's not fair. We quit because God is not helping us. We quit because I'm not taking this. Like you said, those horns come out. But the whole purpose of a test is to promote us, to see if we are strong enough to do it the way God wants it done. Oftentimes, man, we take the test and we, like, start fussing and cussing. And until you pass the test, you're not ready for promotion. But every test, I don't care if it's a final exam, you know, before you can move to the next chapter, you got to pass that chapter test. But before you can mm-hmm. move to the next grade, you got to, before you move to that next grade, you got to pass to that end of the year test. You know, that's just the way it is. So whether it's a pop quiz or whether it's a final exam, you got to pass the test. And the, the benefit of passing the test is there's always promotion. And that's what that brother received. And I'll be honest with you, I lost sight of that, man, because, uh, you know, I'm sitting up saying, God, you know what? You promised me this. You promised me that. Why in the world would I focus on the promise? That's in God's hands. That's fixed. I need to focus on my purpose and do what I'm supposed to do. And when I do that, then I can pass this test and I can get to my promotion. So this brother spoke just true tonight. I mean, that's enough to change lives right there. And it's hard, man. It is It is. It is hard because you start wondering why am I being – because this is my thing. This is the hardest part of the test, right? It's not so much I have to take the test. It's that what I have to do, you know, within the test. I have to not only take the test, but then I got to turn back around and pray for those folks. The same folk that hurt me, I got to pray for them. The same folk that tried to take me out, I got to pray for them. And until you can do that, you know, that whole story of Job, you know, Nothing changed for Job. You know, he's talking about how he lost everything and all that. But the Bible says nothing changed until he prayed for his friends, the same friends that dogged him out, judged him, questioned him, all these things. Once he prayed for them, that's when his fortunes turned around. So like y'all said, man, it has nothing to do with love. It's all about your relationship with God. It has everything to do with your relationship with God. You can meet this enemy, you're going to beat the next one, then the next one, then the next one, but eventually can you humble yourself enough to say, hey, man, look, let me just do what I'm supposed to do, keep my focus where it needs to be, and watch God. The Bible said promotion don't come from anywhere but God, and uh, that's what Ray just described, man, in perfect detail. So, hey, man, take these tests. Go through them. I'm not going to say you're going to welcome them, but at the same time, understand the purpose of them. You know, everybody's not being buried. Some folk are just being planted. Something that's planted comes rises back up. You know, so I'm I'm thankful to hear that tonight. That's a that's a welcome sermon as far as I'm concerned. So quick, hold out the offering plate, take up some money for everybody, and give it to Ray because he deserves it tonight, brother. Oh, he can bro. He can have it. You know. You can cash out. You can have it, bro. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't oh, oh, you doing? You doing cash out on it tonight? All right. Listen, man. How 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 the love is to get to him? 
we go get it to him. I just want to remind you that you told us, even with all that's going on, we got to pray for Donald Trump. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. So, so if we got to pray for our enemies, you got to pray for yours too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. I hear you, man. I hear you. But, um, you know, like you guys say, luck had nothing to do with uh, what happened with him. Um, you know, luck had nothing to do with you. Like quick, you said, and your wife said, when she was having her situation at, at um, Enterprise or whatever it was, she said that she just got in her car and went home. And you said that you were having such a rough day, you just couldn't wait to get home. There's something in that, man, because when we're going through these trials and tribulations, you know, the God we serve, that's our home. That's that's where we got to get to. When you're going through these trials, these tests, you're going through all this stuff, you got to get back to God some kind of way. And that's the one thing that I try to live by every day is, you know, I got to get up and I got to say, okay, I got to find God and stay with God all day long. That's my goal. <laughs> Because when I, whenever I lose sight of where he's at or what he wants me to do, I'm going to mess something up real bad. So that's my goal every day. Get up, find God, and stay with him all day long. Don't don't leave his side because, man, this world is in a, in a tizzy right now. And um, But I'm glad everybody's passing these tests. I'm glad everybody's doing that. I don't know that I passed mine, but, hey, look, I got a blessing out of it. I know that. That's what I heard tonight was awesome. Well, if you hear what is you passed too, so uh Nah I'm nah, I'm listen, man, I'm still I'm still dealing with mine. I'm, you guys are about the first one I've talked to. I um in an extended period of time, man, I really haven't had a whole lot to say to and really even my wife, man. It's just I don't know, man, it's just sad right now. It's just Sickening right now, leave a bad taste in your mouth. But you know, I gotta pass it. I know that, and I will. I know I will. Uh, just it's hard, man. It's hard. Death is death is uh, death is something. You know, it's it's just like yeah. nothing else. You you know, it's it's just something else. So, uh, but you know, I'll get through it, man. And we always do. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm off of this. A little piece of unsolicited advice Even if you don't say nothing Just sit in the room with us You know what I mean uh, That's what that's what That's one of the things I do And and eventually Her spirit will calm my spirit You know I always say she's kind of like My matador You know um, <laughs> Being that I'm a bull as well You know She can calm me down Or she can help me up So Keep her happy and and she'll keep you safe. Um, mm. But I'm 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 telling you, like that really does something for me. Just just being just being right there, and and I'm not talking like I'm under her or beside her. I'm talking just we're just in the same room. She's sitting over there on the bed. I'm sitting in my chair or whatever the case may be, and. Eventually, you'll start feeling that calm, you know. And she don't try to force it out of me. She's not even really trying to talk to me. I'm not trying to talk to her, but it just calms. And I end up letting it out, or she end up letting it out, but or what have you. And you know, I feel somewhat better. So I'm just saying what worked for me. 
maybe it can help you. But these women folk, bro, they they do serve a hell of a purpose. Even Lucifer <laughs> had Lilith. <laughs> so I'm <laughs> go figure. Y'all still with me? I was about to say, you know, usually I'm asleep, but, you know, hey, whatever works. Uh, My brother's done got quiet on me. I think they know, you know, maybe he going in there. I don't know where he going. But (laughs) twin, Pastor, y'all still with me? Stay with you, twin. Oh, man. Thank you, man. I need that mic checker. <laughs> Boy, it, got, it, got, it got deathly quiet. I was like, man, you know. <laughs> but that's how it is, man. We got to choose that for a reason. Well, I'm listening to everything you say. Congratulations, Ray. That's right. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate it, Tori. I'm going to bring you a soda for this celebratory gift. We're going to shake it up and spoil it all over the place. No champagne. We're going to have a soda. You said a soda. I was thinking about... Look, husband, I was like, we'll send you the kids for the weekend. <laughs> 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 well, uh, so who much is given, much is required. You got to do positions. Pastor, I guess since we committed to a soda, we'll have to just only do the soda. We'll do the kids another weekend. Another weekend. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Pastor, what you about to say? Oh, nothing, man. I was just saying I was listening. I heard everything that, um, <clears throat> excuse me, everything that you guys said. So I was just taking it in. That's all. Nothing. I have no, okay. I have nothing to say. I ain't got nothing to say either. I just know that. I'm always here. Always. Even if you just want me to hold the phone with you, I'm always here. Yeah, man, listen, nobody's immune to, um, you know, to hurt or uh, whatever, you know. Scripture supports it, and, you know, you you know it, but sometimes you, you, you find yourself out of sorts uh, from time to time, and... Uh, you know, it 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 just exposed um, a the hidden, human side. Yeah, well, definitely the, the the human side because I I had to do, you know, I have a calling to fulfill, but I also had a responsibility to perform, and I had to um, oversee this and and uh, make sure that things went the way they were supposed to go, and uh, you know, and I had to. You know, mourn really afterwards. To be honest with you, I had to be pastor. You know, during that day, and and 
and yeah, I had to do I had to do that, and uh, so uh, I did that, and then it finally got down on me. And, and like I said, man, um, you know, you can preach it, you can teach it, you can study it. You know, it's just like Ray just said. You know, his mom had to remind him, look, you got to pray that. It's not that he had never heard that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against uh, spirits and principalities. He knew that, but it it took her to jar him. To remind him of that, That's you, know? Him, you know. Yeah, you you need that every now and then, and uh, so you know, um, his testimony. I needed that. I, I needed to hear that. So you know, that's the way it is. Sometimes you need you need to be shaken, and uh, and that's that's I guess what happened to me. So and again, it's it's a it's a it's an issue that um, I've avoided. I think I shared it with you guys about. You know, I don't get too close to men because that's where a lot of my uh, pain lies, you know. And it's not that there's anything wrong with them, but it seems like when I do get close, they, um, you know, falter in some way, shape, form, or fashion and uh, all of that. So it's a, it's a it's time for me to deal with the real problem. That's all. It exposed that. But it's all good, though. It's all good. Sure. We're going to deal with sure. it, and we're going to be better. Now, I'm... Um... Um, how's your mom taking it? She's taking it okay? No, not at all. She's she, uh, she left the house one time, to my knowledge, and that was to uh, actually attend the funeral. And since then, she's uh, you know, she's uh, just she's calling and she's you know uh, just kind of in the house. You know, a lot of her her aches and pains have popped up. You know. A lot of things that were bothering her that was getting better now they starting to, and it's just all anxiety and nerves and all of that. That's all it is. Just popping up on her. Yeah, it's just yeah, the stress is hitting her and all of that. So uh, you know, um, she's not taking it. And then by not having service, uh, which is really a blessing because uh, you know not going in the building, um, you know you, you don't miss him as much. I guess you would say. But now we do have the service via Zoom every Sunday and every Wednesday, and uh, he would always be there. And, and uh, you know, see an 84-year-old man on Zoom, that just always did my heart good because I'm like, this dude, <laughs> you know, uh, or whatever. But, uh, you know, I got a lot of a lot of good years, uh, you know, for just – I mean, it's just odd. You know, like I said, man, God don't tell you when it's going to happen. But, you know, for me to talk to him at – I don't know, 5 o'clock, 6 o'clock, he called and left a message. I still got the, the message. He said, give me a call. No problem. And he began to tell me, he was a trustee in the church, and he was telling me, giving me an update on things, and, and just I signed this contract, and we need to do that. And, you know, he, he talked to me about something financial with myself, you know, just going on and on. And, you know, I'm listening to him and all of that. And like I said, three hours later, this dude's gone, man. It's like, Wife called and said, uh, "Jesse's gone." I, she called at one twenty in the morning. I'm like, "Gone where? What do we? What, what's this about?" And he was gone, man. And uh, yes, he died. I talked to him about six, five thirty-six o'clock, and by I don't know eight thirty-nine o'clock, the ambulance come to get him, and he was he was out of here, you know. But hey, man, eighty-four years—that's a good run, you know. So why should I be so take it? Taking, what'd you say? Was it natural causes or this COVID crap? 
you know, it wasn't wasn't COVID at all, man. And uh, from all, all intents and purposes, man, it seems like it may have just been the body just gave out. I mean, it's, it's time. You know, just what it seems like, man. You're talking about a man that lived, you know, that picked cotton the majority of his life, that had nothing growing up, that never even knew what a fork was until he got 16 years old and uh, and left here with assets from, I mean, he was his own, you know, he was an entrepreneur. Um, you know, he probably owned just vehicles alone between trucks and cars and things of that nature, at least 26, 27 vehicles, I think it was. Um, wow. You know, uh, he had seven, eight, nine rental houses, um, just all types of things, a trucking company, just all types of things, man, he was able to accomplish um, in life. And uh, he'll tell you right quick, you know, that was nothing but God, you know, so uh you know, so it is what it is, man. But again, this thing, this is not about me. It's, again, none of this is luck, man. You gotta, you gotta take the test. We don't choose the test we take. We don't choose when right. we take the test. The test is going to be there, and it can happen on your job. Uh, you know, um, usually my tests come not from people I don't know. It always comes from people that are that I do know, people that are close to me, because. You know that that's the only ones I let in a little bit. So that that's when my tests come. But you know you got to take the test. You got to know it's a test. You got to pass that test, and you got to do it with the right attitude and the right spirit. I got I know I got to do that. I don't, well, why do what do I look like questioning God? God, why why did you let this happen? God, what, come on, man. <laughs> I'm back. Be- I'm better. I'm better than that. Better than that. So I got to take the test, and then, you know, my thing is I don't, I don't, I don't want the promotion, man. I'm like, look, dude, just let me out of this thing. I don't, I don't want to do this no more. I want to go off and and have my pity party, but that ain't how this yeah. thing works. No, ain't <laughs> hard, you know. Uh, nah. um, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you, and I was, I just, I just, I mean, just, uh. Told Miss Quick this the other day. You know, my dad died on August first, and uh, it always seems like it's always a blur to me that day. I never ever realized that the first has come and gone until afterwards. And she's like, "Oh, okay. Hey, oh, when did he die? I'm like, 19 years ago." But it's still so. It's it it, it could happen to you as well. Like when somebody dear to you, you really just want to to block. You know it's a test, and you recognize it, and you know it's the will of God, all that good stuff. But the human side of you still be like, you know what? Now I ain't even ready for this day. Y'all can just erase it off the calendar or whatever, because like you said, like this was the dad. You know, this was my daddy. Same thing. So a part of me. Left and of course, you know, in in this, I, I cussed God and asked why, and then I, He revealed to me, and then I thank God. You know what I mean? Um, that was just just part of it. But um, regardless, I'm always here for you. We, me, my twin, Miss Quick, we always here for you. 
So don't oh, ever yeah. hesitate. No doubt. No doubt whatsoever, yeah. man. It's, it's all, you know, um, what do you share well, so tonight? You want to what, what, <laughs> what both of you share tonight, you know, that that's, that's strength right there. So, you know, it's, it's all good, man. You know, it's life. And uh, it's not like he's trying to fight and get back down here saying he miss, he's missing me. I promise you that. <laughs> you know, he's got his reward. Why should I be so selfish as to say you leave, you know, your reward and come back down here and make me happy? That's not the way life works, yeah. man. Uh-huh. I should be rejoicing uh-huh. for this man. Uh-huh. Well, I had to learn that lesson. <laughs> that was the lesson I had to learn. That's why I said I had to thank him. I was being selfish, you know. Um, for 84 years, bro, hell, that gave me something to look forward to. You know, oh, so yeah, I can look like really? I'm at 9 at 84. Oh, Miss Quick, you're in trouble, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God knows that that's a blessing. I swear. Oh man, like it's it's really like when guys tell me, you know, how you turn, man? I turn, I turn thirty. I'm like, shit, that's something to celebrate right now. This day and age, that's something to celebrate. Thirty, I'm forty one. I feel like like the, the old man. You know what I mean? Like. Like, so eighty four, oh my goodness, bro, that is, that's a goal. That's a goal. So uh, that made me feel good knowing that I can, I can get there. Repeat that one more time. I right, said so that just made me feel good knowing that I can get there, but somebody else can get, somebody else got there, so I can get there too. Yes, sir. Eighty-four big ones, man. Eighty-four big ones. That's that's what's up. That's a good run right there, man. But uh, you know, uh, it is what it is. I'm not gonna uh, weep over it much longer. I got matter of fact, I stepped back in Sunday and uh, did what I had to do, and um, you know, just just getting back on the saddle. You know, doing that's all I can do, man. Keep moving. That's all I can yeah. do at this point, but it's all good. For sure, for sure. Again, my office still stands. There's no expiration. If you need us, don't hesitate. That's God. That ain't luck. Everybody' hearts and minds are clear. We can go ahead and get out of here. We already know that God has blessed us with another great episode, and I thank each and every one of you. I could not myself. Pick each, pick y'all individually to build this team. That would be lucky. God brought us together, and I thank Him and I thank y'all. So, if everybody' hearts and mind are clear, we can do this. Miss Quick, your heart and mind clear? Yes. Oh, I love you, and I thank you. Twin, your heart and mind clear? VP Twin, excuse me. Your heart mind clear? mind clear to me. Yeah. Again, congratulations. Pastor, my brother. Man, I love you, man. And again, my condolences. Your heart mind clear? Yes, sir. I'm good, brother. If you don't mind, we go have Ray pray us out. And we go 
say a prayer for you and your moms so y'all can get through these times, man. Oh, no doubt, man. I would appreciate that. Thank you so much. Dear Heavenly Father, uh, we thank you for bringing us on this call tonight, God. We thank you that your word was represented, your word was spoken upon, God, on tonight to let us know that, you know, it's not luck in our life, but it's you, God. And we want to reverence you and appreciate you for all the ups and downs that we do go through because at the end of the day, God, you are there for us. You're right there standing beside us, walking with us. Even though it may not seem like it, God, you're still there. You're still there to love us. You're still there to protect us. And we just want to tell you thank you, Lord. Thank you for just being there. Thank you for always comforting us. Thank you for always strengthening us when we feel like we're weak. Thank you for always loving us when we feel like we're unloved. Thank you for always just uh, just encouraging our hearts, God, when we feel like we're in a low place and can't even figure our way out, God. We just thank you and we appreciate you on today, God. And, Lord, we want to send up a special prayer for Pastor and his mother, God. You see and you know, God, we ask you to wrap your loving arms around both of them, God. Protect them, cover them, comfort them as they're going through this time, God. Let them know that you are still there. You are still their healer. You are still there to protect them. You are still there to carry that burden with them, God. They do not have to carry it by themselves, but you are right there with them to guide them. You're right there with them to support them. You're right there with them to be them, be there for them, God. And, Lord, we just lift them up into your hands, God, and you just wrap your arms around them and protect them, God, as they're going through this time, God. And, Lord, we know that you'll bring them out on the other side well and okay, God. We ask that you just comfort them, comfort their family, and be there with them, God. Continue to keep everyone protected, God, as we're going through this season. Continue to keep us all healthy, strengthened, and strong, God, and we'll forever give your name all the glory and honor you do deserve. In your name we do pray. Amen. 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 Well, that concludes tonight's episode of From the Streets to the Pulpit. Is it luck or is it God? I think the consensus say it is God. Love God. Love each other. Take care of each other. And wash your hands. Stay safe. Peace. Somebody
coming, but I know a change gonna come. Oh, yes, it will. Then I go to my brother and I say, Brother, help me, please. But he winds up knocking me back down on my knees. Oh, there've been times that I thought I couldn't last for long, but now I think I'm able to carry. But I know 